Welcome to Slophouse Ramblings with your host, Dave Crum. Hey, welcome back to the Slophouse. Uh, the saying here at the Slophouse is when you pull up to the trough, you never know what you're going to get. Uh, today, I hope the trough is full because I have one of my most favorite people in the world and she's my best friend and the love of my life. I have with me today my wife, Angela. Uh, Angela, it's good to have you in the slop house. Thanks, babe. Uh, she's been one of my biggest cheerleaders in the first episode. I, I shared with uh, my good friend Josh from Well Gum about how he'd been a cheerleader for me and, uh, av- and pushing me to do the uh, podcast. And uh, Angela's encouraged me along the way and told me that I should and that... Um, I really needed to uh, do it if I it's something that I wanted to do and enjoy. So here we are in episode two of uh, the Slop House Ramblings, and uh, she's here with me. And we're just going to talk about us for a little while. It may be boring, but I hope we have a good time doing it. There's nothing boring about us. Mm-hmm. And we don't have an ideal marriage. We've been married now for uh, 15 years, going on 16 this year. Uh, we've been blessed with one son who is uh, the apple of his mama's eye. Absolutely. And uh, his name is Dawson Tate, but uh, we're at a different place in life where we were a few years ago because he's not dependent on uh, mama and daddy for everything now. Uh, probably more mama so than me. But mm-hmm. uh, He's always dependent on mama more than you. Uh, and that's true. But uh, So we're going to talk a little bit today about us and uh, ask one another questions and and uh, about our relationship, you know, Valentine's Day is coming up here in a week or so, and um, we don't have the perfect marriage, uh, but I, I think we've got a pretty strong bond with one another, and um, how do you feel about that? I feel like we have a pretty good marriage. And uh, we we never fight, and we never bicker, and uh, all never, that, never. never. And uh, But that's a lie, if I tell you that. Uh, we're just like anybody else. We have our ups and downs, and our ins and outs and quarrels and we don't fight a lot though. no we don't fight a lot but we have them every occasionally uh, yeah, but uh, when you don't mind me when i don't mind see i mind good all the time that's probably why we never that's right we never fight but anyway here's a question i have for you Ange. and if you could go on any date with me i want you to tell me what the ideal date romantic date would be how would i plan it out and what and all would i do well um, probably just if you would, would do just what you just said, you would plan it. You wouldn't ask me what I wanted to do because you know, I'm missing indecisive. But I think if you really sit down and you, um, tried really hard to think of the things that I might enjoy and you put all those together, um, and made it a special night, that would probably, probably be the most romantic thing I can think of. Okay. So... Kind of give me some pointers here of things you would like, uh, places you'd like. I know you'd like to go probably like Red Lobster or uh, Olive Garden. And I know that when we go and we sit down, you're going to look through the menu and you're going to decide on like 12 different things, but you're always going to go back to salmon. So how would you feel if we went and just sit down at a restaurant and I ordered for you? And you ordered for me? Yeah. Um. And it may not be... 
salmon or however it is you say that salmon or salmon or well first of all if it was red lobster it probably wouldn't be salmon so what would it be a red lobster um gosh i don't know i might order i would probably order the three. Oh, uh, the three choose your three yeah where that because i like a variety okay. it's hard for me to choose just one thing usually but now um anywhere else it would probably be the salmon you're right there okay all right in our marriage um you know we're we're pretty open with one another we we talk things out and uh, hash things out um do you think our marriage is on track that we'll still be in love in 10 to 15 to 20 years without a doubt i think so too i think we've got a pretty strong bond um i credit most of that to god because uh, from early on in our marriage, we uh, uh, surrendered ourselves to Him. From the very beginning. From the very beginning and allowed Him to uh, have control and and embraced it in prayer from the, the beginning, I guess. From the get-go, so, yeah. He's a miracle worker. Uh, so, but we do pretty Are good. Are you saying we're a miracle? Yeah. Yeah, we're a miracle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, I think so, too. We're pretty good together. Uh, we we kind of uh, we mesh well, I guess. We compliment each other. Yeah, but um, I think I compliment you more. But oh, help me! So <laughs> you do you do a good job. I I will say that of uh, keeping me in line. Uh, in your opinion, are we investing our time in things that we should be? Um. Sometimes we don't invest all of our time wisely, of course. I mean, we. We waste a lot of time, but now we do try to always spend time, you know, when we can together. We try, and that's important to make sure that, you know, that we're together. And we do intentionally do things, you know, just to spend time, you know, as a family. Yeah, we, we try to keep the family unit connected. Uh, probably cell phones is probably our biggest hindrance as a family. Oh, absolutely. Uh, That's probably every family. We, I think we've missed out on a lot of good conversation, even uh, with Tate. Yeah. We've allowed the cell phones to cell get in phones the way. To get yeah. In the way. Yeah, yeah. But, Maybe uh, we should try that intentionally, putting your cell phones in a basket. Are you sure you could do it? Can you do it? Uh, Probably. If you can do it, I can do it. For how long? Like 15 minutes or so? Oh, you're funny. <laughs> But anyway, so we don't we we don't always spend our time wisely. We know that, and uh, we could always be more conscious of oh, one, yeah, one another. Life's short. We're not perfect. Uh, Bible tells us it's like a vapor; it's here for a little while and gone. And and you notice that more when you have your kids because they were a baby, and now we have a a six two, two hundred and twenty pound man roaming around the house at fourteen oh, years yeah, old. Yeah, but he's still my baby. He's still your baby. So we we probably need to be more conscious of it, but we we do pretty good, I think. Uh, when is the last time that you remember uh, just having a great laugh with me? Uh, when you laughed the most? Uh, this morning. Yeah, we did. We we I had to work pretty late last night and uh, actually got home in the wee hours of the morning and slept a few hours and she was getting ready to uh, go to work and stuff and I woke up getting ready to go back to work and. We just had a had a fun morning of a few minutes together of yeah. uh, picking at one another and doing things. I do. I, there's things that I know I can push her button and get her get her fired up, and uh, 
sometimes I have a good time to do that, and then she realizes what I'm doing, and we just had a good laugh, I guess, this morning. Yep. Good time. All right. Um, some people talk to figure out what they're thinking, and some people don't talk until they know what they're thinking. So what am I? <laughs> am I a talker or am I a thinker? No, you're a talker. I'm a talker? Yeah. Uh, and I know you're going to tell that I talk to myself a lot. <laughs> because I do. I have full-blown conversations at times with myself. Yes, out loud, though. Not in your head. <laughs> like uh, like I, when, I, when you're in the shower and I hear a full-blown conversation. <laughs> and I'm like, who are you talking to? But I'm huh? I, Nobody. I I'm not really talking to someone to hash it out. You know, I do to you sometimes. I come to you and... And, and put out what I'm thinking and talk through what I'm thinking and get your input. But most of the time I talk things out with myself. And that may be weird. I don't know. That may be totally weird. Is it weird? <laughs> I feel like that's a little weird, but, you know, I don't know. It's just different for me, I guess. But it works for me, though. Because mine all, mine's all in here. Okay. You keep all yours in. And, and usually when, I, when I'm upset or I'm angry, uh, and I know that she's mad at me, Oh, and it's probably not the time. I do go to her, and I try to get it out and hash it out with her. I think coming up front and, and getting your... If I'm mad at you, I'm going to get it out there and let you know I'm mad at you. And let's talk it out, and let's get it over with, and let's get on down the road. Those Where, have been few and far between. I know. I'm not saying it's a common thing, but that's that's my... my um, that's just me. It's yeah. who I am. And I'm more of a... If you'll just go away and leave me alone for a few minutes, I'll, I'll get over right it. In like three days or so. No, know. that's not true. No, you 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 do pretty good at not holding grudges, and we we've always tried to go from the from the day that we've we got married and stuff. I always tried to make sure that we're that we're good before I lay down and go to sleep. I never let the sun set on my wrath, and I think that we do a pretty good job at. Uh, not laying down and letting it brew all night long, don't you? For the most part, yeah. There's been a few times, probably. Okay. Let's let's not go there, okay? You'll get mad at me again. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember any specifics, so it can't be too bad. <laughs> all right, what what does the word affection mean to you? Affection? Yeah. Um, showing love. What does the word romance mean to you? Um... <laughs> when you're trying to um, intentionally um, show love, I guess. That's a hard one. Romance, when you're trying to woo. Woo you. Yeah, when you're trying to woo somebody. Okay. Um. Has there been a time lately that I've that I've made you feel good about yourself? Oh, you make me feel good about myself all the time. Okay, I'm glad to know that. You do. Okay. Um, Just a while ago, you told me I look pretty. Yeah, you do look pretty today. I will say that. I'll tell you that to the world wide web here that uh, she looked really pretty today. And um, what is there a song from the radio? This is, we're just, we're kind of hitting it out here. What, is there a song from the radio uh, that you just hate when you hear it come on the radio? Oh, that I just hate? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What, can you, can you tell me what it is? 
what specific yeah, song? That, that way I'll know to play it, you know, when I want to get in, you know, to push your buttons. I'll just repeat it like over and over and over again. <laughs> that would be mean. <laughs> that would work. Yeah. Because, you know, I love music. So, um, something that I really hate. Gosh, I don't know. Right off the top of my head to say one that I don't like. Usually, uh, if there's something offensive in it, I don't like it. Um, I don't like when songs use foul language. Um, but as far as just something that that I can think of off the top of my head that I just really don't like, I couldn't. I couldn't do that. I don't think. I don't know. Can you think of one I don't like? Uh, yeah, there's one that I, I, I don't know the name of it, and I'm not going to say how it goes, but yeah. Is it ugly? Yeah, it's not, okay, it's, well. it's a little bit provocative, and, and I know that you don't like it, but I don't like it either, but, uh, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't push your button with that one, Thanks, so. I appreciate that. But is there anything, is there anything that you done as a, as a teenager, or, you know, you're still kind of under the rule of your parents' home, that, uh. That you never did tell them or confess to them. We don't. You don't have to tell me what it is or nothing like that. But you have instances like that where you've done something and you never want. You didn't want them to know. And, and uh, or or was there a time when you did do something and then later on you confessed to your parents? Uh, well, first of all, I was um, always a, a pretty uh, good child. <laughs> <laughs> so the times that I did do something that I that was off color. Yes, they do stick. They always stuck out in my mind, but I eventually always confessed because that's the guilt. I'm I'm very guilt driven, <laughs> and even that. if it was years down the road, I would have to, you know, come back and confess to them. Come back and confess, like the um, my brother and me exchanging a few bad words, and probably three years down the road or more. I had to tell on myself. Mom probably secretly laughing at me. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> uh, there's a whole lot that I never did confess to my parents. I mean, I never was a bad kid. Don't get me wrong, but I was rotten. You know, we we were rotten. Do you do you remember who your uh, friend was? At your best friend at nine years old. At nine years old, yeah, Jamie uh, Jamie Priest. Jamie Priest. I would say there was several. You know, at nine years old, Josh, Nick, Chris. We were all kind of pretty close growing up, and uh, they were probably around nine years old. I'd say we were. Yeah. We were the, you know, we were we were pretty tight. I had, uh, I mean, we were at Pigeon Ridge Elementary, and I mean, I had to, I had several friends. Jamie probably being, you know, my best friend then, but you know, we had um, Don Harmon and um, Michelle Robinson, and we had uh, we had a group. Stephanie Dials was part of that group. So you can still remember. Oh, I yeah. Can, I can remember some of the kids I went to grade school with. Scott but I don't, Davis, Jason Gerald. I don't remember Chris them all. Adams. But, uh, okay, this is junior high question. Okay. Uh, do you, Can you remember uh, the most embarrassing memory from your junior high? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can remember. Okay. Uh, this is a good reaction already. Do you want to ask me what it is? What, what is it? <laughs> Well, um, probably the most embarrassing thing that I can, that sticks out in my mind. Okay. Is um, <laughs> starting, 
you know, you're so nervous when you get ready to start middle school anyway, right? <laughs> and I can remember the shirt that I had on. It was a yellow um, Be Happy shirt, you know, with a smiley face on it. And I can remember um, getting on the school bus and remembering that I had not put a bra on. And it was my <laughs> first day of middle school. And I was horrified. I, I mean, and that has always stuck with me, you know, just uh, <laughs> how do you, I mean, I, it's sixth grade, you know. Yeah. But still, that's pretty, that was a pretty big deal. And I don't even know what made me realize it unless it was that maybe the other girls were talking about it or, you know. Something I don't remember now. Just that that stuck out in my mind. Okay, it must be because you don't you you have a hard time remembering like yesterday <laughs> things of yesterday. <laughs> so it must uh, it must have traumatized you a little bit, <laughs> so and it's very hilarious. Like I've laughed very hard. Just you know, because I know you and I can see you. It was bad. So you didn't call to get your mom or dad to come get you? Or no, like it that. wasn't. No, was my mom like, was probably at work and. I'm not going to, I was not the kid that would have called and asked my dad to bring a bra. Okay. So, um, who, um, who, who do you miss the most in life that that's already passed and gone on? And the, you didn't, I didn't know you were going to try to make me cry. <laughs> I don't, I don't mean to make you cry. It's just, just something that, you know, it's a conversation. Where I'm, I'm learning about you and and my grandma, your grandma, and I know she played a pivotal role. She, she actually taught you to be a good cook, and uh, she, uh, she had a big hand in raising you. I know, helping your mom working, and you were right there beside her. Yeah, yeah. So, and she was a card. Uh, she had a memory like uh, no other. Uh, well, how old was she when she passed away? I know it was just a few couple years ago here. Um, she was in her 90s, yeah, I know. I'm going to say 92 or 93. And, and had a great memory, like would call. And I love that. I love the fact that she would call uh, Tate and uh, sing the rhymes to him that she had memorized, I guess, when she was a kid. Yeah. That she knew from her childhood, and I thought that was pretty unique. She, knew, she, could, she could rattle them off like nothing. And couldn't she say her ABCs? Backwards, backwards as fast without as, even thinking about it as fast as she could say them forward as fast you know? yep and that, she was in her 90s so that was a pretty sharp mind yep. i thought and know? she could quote the bible like no other in the songs and yeah she was a, i know she was a special lady too mine would probably be um i've got i i've been blessed with great grandparents too uh from my mom's side and my dad's side um and i have one actually that's currently living my grandmother from my dad's side and uh but uh my grandfather from my mom's side passed away when I was I was very young, and then uh, my 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 grandmother from my mom's side she was pretty ill most of my years growing up, and uh, but uh, I had a had a pretty good relationship with my dad's grandpa, and I stayed with him a lot, so I was um, pretty close to him, and, and he was a uh, he's he's probably one that that I miss the most because he was he's pretty wise, yeah, and. Uh, there's times I would like to be able to just sit down and talk with him. Yeah. So I took a pivotal moment from your uh, childhood memory of... Uh, <laughs> to serious. Uh, to serious there right quick, didn't it? But uh, um, who, between your parents and your grandparents, who do you think you are the most like? 
you think you're more like your grand, your grandmother or your mom? Mom. You're more like your mom? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I would say that I've got I've got a good mix of both. But probably dad. Uh, I can I can probably be rotten like my dad at times. Uh, and 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 not in bad ways. I don't mean it like that. But I mean, um, he he likes to have cut up and have a good time. He does. Yeah. And uh, my grandpa did too. He was a clown, uh, but uh, he was kind of mellow, like. Yeah. You're definitely mellow. And I'm more mellow than, than what my dad is, so I'll say that. And if he's listening, he, he'll know that I'm telling the truth. I'm um, probably a, a mix between my mom and dad. I have a lot of dad's qualities, probably. Mom would probably say. <laughs> um, when you were 10 years old, do you remember what you wanted to be? Not specifically, but um, probably probably a teacher though. A teacher? You you tried that once. You was almost there. Yeah. And uh, gave up on it. Yeah. And now you're doing the dream job that you've always wanted, right? <laughs> well, not exactly, but. It's just something you never saw yourself doing. I never saw myself doing it, no. And you currently are working for my brother. Yes. At, at the funeral home. At Almost uh, a funeral director. Almost a funeral director. I have uh, finished my apprenticeship. I'll be testing in March. So, Michael, if you listen, that means a pay raise is where this brother's coming from. Oh, yeah, there you go. Mm, yeah. So, he'll, he'll delete me off of Facebook so I can't hear this or something. <laughs> Everybody needs to encourage Michael to listen. <laughs> but don't tell him what's coming. Here's another good question that I, that I think is good. And... Uh, we talked about we based ourselves our relationship and marriage. Uh, when did you uh, first get the def- the the feeling, the real feeling that God is here? He's real. He's really real. Uh, do you remember where you were and what you were doing or anything like that? Um, you know, I can't ever really remember a time where I didn't have faith. So, um, as far as a specific time where I, I mean, there's been lots of times where I felt his presence, but as far as like, um, you know, an experience that sticks out in my head, there's not really just one time, I don't think, that I could, you know, that I could tell you. Um. I have I have a couple instances. Probably one the first time that I really knew that he was real was when I was a, a, a kid. Probably I think I was around nine or ten years old, and that was uh, when I actually gave my life to him. Um, it was like a drawing power, like I like I I didn't know nothing, like it was unreal. And I can remember it was like uh, they were given an altar call at church, and it was like I, I was drawn so much to go that I didn't. I didn't really fully understand everything, and still don't to this day. Uh, but I knew there was something there that I needed, and it was like a drawing that I knew that I needed. And it was like when I took the first step out, because I'll just be honest with you, I was kind of like uh, I worried about what people thought of me, and and would they laugh at me or anything? You know, you're a nine or ten year old kid, and uh, uh, but is that like after I took that first step that I knew that he was real? Right. And then the second time that I, it was almost like an, 
wasn't I I can't say that he's ever audibly spoke to me like I like me and you are right now. But it would probably be uh the night that uh, or the wee air mornings that I was bringing you home from the hospital when uh, we lost what would have been our our second child, uh, who would have been 11 years old this year. I seen a thing the other day that would have been 11 years old this year. But uh, I remember our emotions were crazy. Uh, we were uh, devastated. Uh, I was worried about you, and your well-being, and uh, I can remember exactly where. I was at, and I don't know the exact time, but I know it was around 3 o'clock in the morning, somewhere around there, 3 or 4, and I pulled up to that stop sign between the park and King's Daughters Hospital, and my mind was going crazy, and I looked over, and it was like, when I looked at the stop sign, it was like, you have got to stop. I've got this. You all are going to be okay, and I knew then that his presence, it was his presence, and it was him telling me chill out I've got this so that that was two instances that I know I know that I know I know I know that he's that he's real yeah so that was a serious time right that was serious yeah um has there been a prayer that you've been praying for years um I mean yeah uh, you mean something that I'm hoping to come yeah Maybe it's not pass. Come. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's been faithful. Um, you know, I have the family that I dream of, and um, I pray a lot. So, <laughs> um, you know, I'm sure that there's been lots of prayers over the years that I'm still. Probably waiting to to hear the answer to, but uh, there's been lots that I've received the answer to too. So I, I would have to say that one of the most the, the prayers that, that sticks out most to me when I read that is is for our son and his future. Yeah, you yeah. know, until he becomes and you know, even after he becomes adult, we still need to encamp him in prayer. But I pray that he allows God to guide him and direct his path and everything that he does. And we have yeah. conversations about that. And I mean, of course, I pray for him to have a good wife and already, you know, I pray for God to send him good friends, even at this point in his life, you know, good godly friends. And then a good godly wife that'll love and appreciate him. Things like that, yeah, absolutely, over the years. Um, between the words... Love or justice? Which words? Which word is uh, speaks to you the most? Love. I don't even have to think about that. Love is patient. Love is kind. Valentine's is coming. Love, love, love. I love love. I've said yeah. that all along. Um, love or justice? Um, what do you think? Well, if you think about it, God is He's just. He's a righteous and just God, so he's justice. And he's love, so he's both. So you're saying they're kind of the same thing in a way? If you put it into the um, Christian standpoint, you know, the text of, of, of which is uh, stands out the most, yeah. But love... Um, love trumps it all. Love trumps it all. In my opinion. Um, if you could be a historical figure, 
on just one day, who would you pick to be? Yeah. Mary. Mary. Uh, Jesus' mother, Mary. Yeah. Okay, and why? Um, what an honor. Really, what an honor, you know, that that um, God would choose you in that capacity. I mean, can you even imagine? <laughs> I can't uh, even imagine. No, you'd have to have the faith to even accept the terms that she accepted on it, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then in her society in that day is to be at her age. But to that, experience God in that way, too. Yeah. Be pretty awesome, really. I yeah. mean, be a big burden to carry for a while, but oh, absolutely. Uh, but experience, but wow, yeah, wow, the faith. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Never knew that about you. Anything you like to ask me? Well, well who would you be? Um, I can't be Jesus because I'm not perfect, I'm almost, but not. Oh, come on now, uh, but no, um, probably uh, when, when you look at history. Uh, probably, I was thinking this the other day, and, and it's weird that this question, but probably, uh, it's kind of funny to say, but Martin Luther King Jr., um, and uh, because of his his dedication and his his depth of just discernment of knowing, love. He, it was love, you know, uh, but some of the speeches that he gave, if you if you go back and you listen to them, and and he was a true champion for for not just his his uh his people but for really all mankind absolutely uh, he wanted he, we were all you know a great a great christian example you know, we were all unique in in the image of god and it didn't matter the color of our skin or race or or nothing like that but i think it would be pretty cool to uh to be on that uh forefront that's pretty cool yeah anything else you'd like to talk to me about what would be your idea um idea date um just i'm no i'm not no flashy kind of guy you know me uh here lately i hate even putting on halfway decent clothes i dressed up the other day i, I didn't really dress up i put on a new shirt and a pair of jeans and everybody that i saw was like what are you dressed up for so <laughs> Evidently, well, everybody's I, used to seeing you in work clothes, work clothes or something. But evidently, I, I go around looking trashy all the time or something. I don't know. What? But um, to me, it, it doesn't really matter. I'm not flashy. Um, just you know, tonight's great. Just sitting down and chit chatting. Just chit chatting with you. Uh, you know, I'm I'm not having to talk to myself. I'm actually having a conversation with a real person tonight. So. <laughs> And well, we actually have lots of conversations we do. every night. <laughs> and, but uh, I, I just like spending time with you. I like to, I think about when we first started dating. The you know we would go out and we get a bite to eat and uh, watch a movie or I'm not nothing nothing flashy. You don't have to take me to uh, Seattle and take me to the top of the uh, Space Needle and have dinner or something, you know, to... I did want to take you to Vegas. Yeah, we did go to Vegas once, and that was a cool trip, and... and uh, not really our kind of... Not, not really, but it was cheap, 
And I think you had free flyer miles, and that's where we could get to to take all your flyer miles. It was interesting. And uh, we're not gamblers, experience. and we're not uh, not partiers. And but it was uh, I thought it was unique to see. We got to go to Hoover Dam, and I thought it was unique to see the architectural structures of the casinos and and what they go through. I think we had our first real fight there too, right? Yeah, it was over driving. I wasn't old enough to drive the rental car. <laughs> and I wasn't even old enough to buy the insurance to uh, to be able to drive it. And uh, What was it? It had to be It had to be 21. 21. Yeah, and I was just 20. And uh, and you're older than me, so. Uh, this didn't have to go this route. Well, it's not. I'm not going to tell the years or the months or nothing like that. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, I was at least 25, <laughs> obviously. You were 25, I think. I was exactly. 25, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I was telling you to switch lanes, and she's not by far. She's a she's okay driver, but not like she scares me to death. I'm not going to lie. I am a good driver. But anyway, uh, I was telling her to get over. We were in like a six lane highway, and I was it was bumper to bumper, and I was saying, get over. It's clear. It's clear. Clear. Well, she wouldn't get over. She kept saying, I can't see. I can't see. And I was telling her, get over. Get over. Get over. And he and got completely grouchy. I got completely grouchy because you didn't do as I said. Oh, help me. And we missed our turn, and we had to go, like, way out of the way. But, no. Uh, we did. We argued a little bit that day. That day and, but it's all good. And, uh, look where we are now. Look where we are now. And uh, But it was a fun trip. So, there's nothing just spending time with you, I guess, and, and having our one-on-one -on -one moments where we can talk and have a good time. Have a good time. We usually have a good time. Yeah. And uh, we've been blessed with, we you know, with great family and great friends. That yeah, absolutely. Support us. Absolutely. And everything that we do, just about it. And I think we're blessed in that area, don't you? Um, absolutely. So, um, what's your, uh, what's your, if you could um, have any job, what's, what's your dream job? Uh, I really, I don't know. At times, I think I want to be uh, someone who is, does a job where, not necessarily a school teacher, but where you interact with uh, teenagers, and that way you can make a difference in their lives. You be do a that positive. With our youth group. I do that with our youth group, and then uh, probably my my dream job, and I've always told you this is my retirement job, is to have a restaurant where I stayed up front. And I made sure the coffee pot was full and sit at the counter and had conversations with all the old men that hang out and ate breakfast every morning. So on the restaurant, be part of the, old, the breakfast crew. would probably be my dream job. Yeah, I can remember, um, what was the other one? Um, a barber. A barber. Yeah, I was going to be a barber, uh, have a barber and a barber was my retirement job. Being a barber is my retirement job. And I don't know why that's weird, I know. Because you like to sit and chat. I like to talk, hash it out. Here we are on a podcast. On a podcast, yeah. I'm that a whole lot. Makes sense. I'm a whole lot better talker than I am a, than I write because when I write, I usually get a text back. If I post something on Facebook, I get a text from you saying your grammar's wrong, change this, change that, and That's or you I'm, or you got my password and you go in and you change it for me. That's why we make a good team. Yeah, you complete me. But no, we're. Um, We've had a good time tonight, and I appreciate you doing this. And uh, you've done a great job. He was nervous about it, I know. Yeah, but you've done a great job. And um, just uh, thanks for loving me, and uh, thanks for uh, being my number one. 
Same to you, bud. And uh, I love you. Love you. And I hope that the trough has been full for you tonight. And I hope that uh, in some way you can sit down and have a conversation with the people that means the most to you. Uh, find out something unique about them. And I have learned something tonight about my wife that I have had uh, the privilege of knowing for 17 years now. That her first day of junior high, <laughs> she went to school and she forgot to put a bra on. <laughs> So that that's probably going to be forever embedded in my mind. But life is just like a hog trough. It's sloppy. It's messy. But it's the people that you uh, surround yourself with, that you encamp yourself with, that makes the world different for you, that makes you view it different, that makes you look at it different. A better place. A better place. So until next time, until you come back to the slop house, get out there and find out about those people around you. Oh, 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 oh,